Hello to you, our dear listener, and welcome to episode 7 of Black and White Noise, the Fermin Athletics official podcast. Having missed the last one, like the renegade master, he's back once again. D for damager with ill behaviour, it's Michael Thomas. Hello! And also with me, once again, is Fife's next great sports journalist, it's Jordan Burt. Oh, Steve, how are you? I'm great, thanks for asking. And what's your website, before we forget? It's www.jordanburtfootball.com Thanks very much. But it's not all about us, mostly about our guests. It's got a great pleasure to welcome today's guest. Got a first class degree. 2-1 Okay, he's a gold medal winner Might be silver And he's the best passer of the ball at the club Agreed yeah. <laughs> No, that's Mallory Martin, sure Well, I would agree with that as well Fair <laughs> shout Anyway, he's another one who used to play for Falkirk But he's alright now Welcome, James Cragen Hey Thanks very much for having me guys No problem Thanks for being here First thing we always do with the podcast is a review of the recent games uh, So Saturday, saw the 100th league game between uh, Falkirk and Dunfermline On the eve of the 100th Armistice Day and both were fairly solemn affairs in the end. Uh, I was living up in a stag do, so I've only seen the highlights, but mm. is it fair to say it was a smash and grab effort? That's how I would describe it. I thought we were, I mean, I know this isn't necessarily everyone's view, but I thought we were by far the better side. I think the stats bear that out. We had 14 shots, seven on target. They had one shot on target and in it went. Um, good goal, to be fair, but um, I thought we were quite unlucky. I think it was actually one of our better performances in recent weeks and just couldn't put the ball in the net. Um, so I, I still think it can come good if we just got a wee bit more luck in front of goal. If we'd got that go inside the first 30, 40 seconds, it's a totally different game, but even after that, their goalkeeper had so many you made good, some saves. good saves. Like, great um, save from Faz and um, a couple more. There was a couple that whistled just wide as well. Apart from their shot at the start of the second half that hit the bar, mm. and obviously their goal, I, I can't remember m- much in an attacking sense from Falkirk. And no. Their goal, nine times out of ten, the guy probably blows it over the bar. So it's one of those occasions where yeah. it goes in and he caught it well. It's a sucker it, punch, it went, isn't it? First goal seems important in our league. No, it is. I think, like you all just said there it's just getting that you know bit of extra luck in front of the goal I mean that's, last Saturday was more or less like the story of the, the this home form of the season really wasn't it mm. there's been a, a, a couple of games like that before Queen of the South springs to mind where you have all the possession creating chances but yeah. we're just not putting the putting them away um, like I said yesterday we didn't deserve to lose the game uh, yeah. created more more than enough um, but no, it's just. But it can't. You know, it has to change. Luck will change, and once it does change, mm-hmm. you know, it can't. We can't keep keep. You know, playing well and then getting uh, done with a sucker punch or anything like that. So yeah, you've, you've got to just. I know it's frustrating for everyone, but it's trying to stay positive. Games like that, it's a derby as well. No one, everyone hates losing the derbies. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you don't want to lose any game of football, but especially it's a sore one. You know, because it was against Falkirk. And, yeah. But like, I thought the boys played well, and you no, know, we deserved. We didn't deserve to lose that game. No. Yeah, I would. I would agree, hundred percent. It's um, it's I mean, it's understandable. The fans are unhappy, but I think if you, if you watch the game again on a recording without being in the in the heat of it, yeah, you, we were well on top. Yeah. We were well on top. Yeah, so. I would agree with that. Yeah. A lot of fans judge the game purely on the result, though. I mean, yeah. it's just the way it is. You know, you can you can play terribly. That's the the one one we have at home. We fought the fought the Partick game. Sorry, wasn't a great performance, but you know yeah. we got the points. Everyone goes away happy. Exactly, we played better exactly. than that. Elsewhere, and uh, yeah. we played better than that. That's probably played better numerous occasions than that, and probably not got the win. Yeah, uh, yeah. But then that's it's, football. It's, uh, it's just yeah. uh, and frustration sets in when that happens. It's happened a few times, but I guess we're still in touch and distance, aren't we? See, as a player, when you finish a game, I remember speaking to you after the Queen of South game, and you were saying we had a lot of possession, a lot of crosses, we did create chances, and it was just about putting it in the net. Yeah. A fan would look at it and say, well. You know, Queen of the South played the perfect away game in terms of the defended strongly. Their goalie didn't have too much to do. They took their chance when it came along. Does a fan an- analyse and assess a game differently from how the players do? Do you usually look at it 
from a different point of view? Um, it's a good question, that, Bertie, actually, to be fair. Very good question, that. It's because uh, we're, football, yeah, we're, all, <laughs> we're all football fans. We're all football fans as well, aren't we? It's right. probably, you probably have a different opinion when I'm going to watch another game compared to when I'll be playing. I think yeah. you do see it like you do see the game a lot differently when you're not playing in it. I think that's just mm-hmm. uh, as, as a player as well. Like, I'm sometimes if I've been injured or I've been in the stand, I've watched a game, uh, a club I've been at, I'm thinking, oh, it looks so open, so much time. But once you're yes. down in there, it's like, it, it's a lot quicker than you think it is. Yes, yes. Uh, the game. So, no, I think going back to the Queen of the South, I think that that's what they will say that that's a perfect away performance. You know, keep it tight, away from home. Win three points, yeah. but I'd say we've been we've been good away from home, so we we must be performing a bit like that away as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe quite good away from home, yeah. sort of setting in and uh, teams coming on to a us. Then counter attack, yeah. I mean, Inverness game, you know, on the back of a couple of bad results at home, I think a lot of us feared the worst there, but I thought we played really really well that night. The disappointment is when you go up twice and get pegged back, but Inverness were strong coming forward. They were fairly clinical, but even even the second half, I thought we were the better side. No. We looked certainly more likely to to score the winner, and it, it just seemed there was more. I don't know. There was a lot more energy than the Dundee United game beforehand. If someone had the ball, there was a lot more options off the ball, better runners and things like that. So it seemed like there was still a fair amount of confidence in the team, but. Was even a question was it it was just a rant but I, 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 thought, <laughs> I, thought, I thought I thought we're unlucky to, to to not go away with the three points there but I thought it was nice to see because I thought the Dundee United game was a wee bit lacklustre yeah. for first 25 until we until they scored I thought we played quite well and yeah. I couldn't see us scoring after that yeah that seems like another I think no, not problem another what uh, where we're struggling maybe is when we do losing a goal and it feels like you know maybe a bit the energy gets sucked out of you and especially at home I think once we score one goal and go ahead in the game at home yeah. I think that you know everyone's confidence gets lifted by another five percent. So it's just maybe not having the, we've not really gone up uh, in a game at home. Yeah, uh, yet this yeah. season. No. I'm trying to think. Just the part game. Just the part. Yeah, just the part. And then oh, actually, we started playing better. When oh, we actually, when, well, as soon as we scored the goal, yeah, we actually started. Boys were you know the nice more passing moves and um, things like that, but. I think that's another thing that we could maybe, if we can get up in a game, especially at home, then that'll definitely help us. So, so you're saying the answer is to score more goals? <laughs> yes. I don't see football as a complicated sport. sport. Score more and score first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, touched on the Queen in the South game there, uh, the one thing I'd say about that is no, no. Wouldn't have been a terrible result, mm-hmm. and for me, that's an ice hockey challenge on Mallory Martin for the for the goal. That's a definite foul. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know Scottish football and all that's a bit more oh. physical, but you know, the, and can sort of use your shoulder. But imagine doing that on a goalkeeper and getting it. I can't see it. So he's lined mm-hmm. him up from about ten yards I, away and thought, "I'm just going to." He's probably knowing that he's going to give the foul away in his yeah, head. Yeah. He's lined him up ten, from ten yards away, and just like you said, an ice hockey. He's a big lad, that guy. Yeah, I don't know, I missed that game as well. <laughs> I can't believe do you, this. Do you go to Stag Lee, was it? It's a kid's birthday card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you played the kid card here. More, more rockers than a Stag Lee, I remember. He's played the kid card here already. <laughs> In the last podcast, we played a lot about the um, importance of Stephen Doe because we were just about to play Queen of the South. When you guys went into that game, for example, the emphasis, certainly from the fans, was if we keep Doby quiet, we'll have a chance. It's fair to say we kept him quiet. I don't actually remember him having a shot at goal. So was the sucker punch almost that you'd done your job on the main man, but it was someone else that scored? Does that make it more frustrating in a way that, that you've almost done your job to a T? But it's I think, yeah, we're... 
I mean, obviously he's a fantastic player and he's probably the best player in the league. Yeah. Dobby, I mean, I mm-hmm. think he could play. Bar maybe Celtic, he'd probably walk into most most teams, maybe even Celtic. Yeah. I, mean, I think I think he's fantastic. He'd have a show, yeah. Yeah, and uh, no, he's, uh, yeah, we did keep him quiet. And I don't think it was, he, he, obviously we're not frustrated there, we're frustrated not to, uh, to lose the game, but I think we would push forward a bit more because we wanted to get that yeah. uh, three points and then we've maybe left ourselves a bit vulnerable at the mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. But no, it is, it is definitely frustrating when you can like cancel out, like they say, like I said, the star player and then someone else scores. Someone else scores. <laughs> but like I said, I think I said this year afterwards, but it's like, well, they've got 10 other players, you know, you've got, yeah. to, you've got yeah. to worry about them as well. Championship quality yeah, players, players, you know, yeah, yeah. Is, uh, we, we yeah. did say that in the last pod, didn't we? So, you know, they're, they're reliant on Well, we did say, I mean, yourself, Stephen, we did say that it would be interesting to see if, how Queen of the South would play if they didn't have Dolby for two or three games because they do seem quite reliant on him but that game almost emphasised that I they agree. could they yeah. could get results without yeah. him so. no, I mean, they're, they're a well organised team I'd sit back ice hockey challenges <laughs> sucker punch <laughs> sucker punch people, people on the break I suppose good to it? see you're taking this defeat well aye. <laughs> yeah. aye. anyway on a, on a cheerier matters but just before the Falkirk game it was a good result against Alloa mm. uh, a lot of hope for the Falkirk game it was, it was a clean sheet good win obviously we're pushing it what, towards the end of the game to, to get the three points and we did and Alloa aren't going to be any mugs this season nobody's going to well there's not everyone's going to go there and get three points I don't think and I don't think they'll be going to cut a drift like Breakin were last yeah, season yeah no definitely I think that the teams that the two teams who have come up are a lot better than the two teams who have gone down mm. a lot better and you can see Aloe, I think Aloe are a good side yeah Ayr's yeah, not a big shout there James Ayr's not a big shout there <laughs> <laughs> the, the team at the top of the league yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was more focusing on Aloe <laughs> thanks for pointing that one out I saw that but no uh, Aloe I think Aloe organised tough to play against yeah. should be two or three up before we actually did score so that's you know looking back at maybe mm-hmm. scoring maybe more goals but thanks, thankfully Jackson scored a a great goal mm. good oh, on the half volley yeah. how narrow was the pitch it looked very very tight yeah it's tight I think if someone gets past you they're almost like in mm-hmm. whereas if you on goal yeah. I mean, Zanata got past me a couple of times actually so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it wasn't my best day, best day at the office on the last weekend but um, whereas you know playing at East End Park if someone gets past you they've got a yeah, a bit, a bit of way to go. Whereas you felt like if, if an attacker was like, you know, jink past someone, he was like, oh, he's on goal here because mm, yeah. the pitch was so small. Uh, but I mean, it's not the work. the surface was good. It's a lot better. So same for both teams, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good yeah. point you make. Though, how, how are you coping it right back? Seen, I, I mean, have you played there much before? Because no, no, this is the first time I've played there. So yeah, first time I've played. So kind of learning on the learning on the job. Aye, so it's not uh, your fault then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I've been doing okay there. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think I've been quite solid. Um, that's probably probably my maybe my poor performances maybe there. Uh, but no, I think I've um, fit in quite well there. Because mm. when the Inverness goals came down their left hand side, you're right, but it was Miles's fault rather than yours. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not start scoring arguments here. No, it says it was a debate online. Fair enough. So people were sticking awesome. up for you, James. Oh, well, yeah, I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Inconsistent, isn't it? We're, we look we look quite good at times. Can't get the results. It's just a case of going on a wee bit of a run. But it's yeah. easier said than done. I know, I know. And obviously, your games, you know, tough game next away at Ross County. But mm. like I said, mm. sometimes those games that yeah, we've probably been done better away, yeah, <laughs> away from home. Might play into our hands. They've, yeah. they've no won the last three. Then we're, we're no bad side away from home. Yeah, look at our away records. So yeah, I mean, they'll be expected to attack and. Yeah. Exactly, so the pressure is on at, at home, isn't it? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd almost rather see at this run if I must go up there than play a Falkirk or a, an Alloa at home. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm more likely to a siege mentality, you know, it's yeah. a decent side, so yeah. uh, maybe hopefully grind out a result. So I was looking at this, if you take the first game out of the season, uh, the, the United game, we've lost the goal six 
times in the league, the first goal, and we've lost six games. Mm-hmm. And then when we score the first goal, we've got three wins and two draws and no defeats. Mm-hmm. So the, f- the first goals, I mean, it's you could probably go through lots of leagues like that, but the yeah, first goal is early. Yeah, 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 definitely. I was just going to ask, what what do you think about the break this weekend? Does it help you guys to give you time to regroup and and work on things, or would you rather have been playing this Saturday? I think the advantage of the break it gives a few people time to. I know we're going to touch on injuries. Uh, go for uh, it. But the agenda can go all over the place. <laughs> uh, but I think obviously the break gives them more of a chance to get back fit, so obviously yeah. boost the numbers in the squad. Mm. Kind of few injuries at the moment. I think after a defeat, you'd always prefer to have the game the Saturday to go and put things right, especially a bit of derby defeat. So Aye. you know you're kind of like looking at both angles really. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, you get a bit of a rest up, but I think lads would probably say let's just carry on with the league, we'll another game now to put it right after, after yeah. the weekend. I think it's a bad time if you lose the derby, I think if we'd won on Saturday it would have been 7 points out of 9, we would have been quite close to top 4, like you say, you get yeah. players back from injury and you, you go on again, I think, I've never been a player, but I think you probably just want to get right back on it, I think yeah. I think you'd almost prefer a game on the Tuesday or something like that, just, yeah. to, just to reverse it. But, but that went against us as well, when we beat Partick, then we beat Falkirk away. And then we had the cup game at uh, Allo in between and yeah. battered in that game, but end up losing. But then the kind of like, your momentum kind of like because you got if it was another league game, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know you go for three three out of three three consecutive weekends. You know you're getting a bit of a Aye. momentum. And the cup game kind of like halted and become like a bit of momentum that we had. That was also strange. That's the only other game we've not talked about since the last pod. The, the Allo game in the cup, mm. and it was a, I guess it was a tough decision for the manager that because you're, you're on the back of a couple of wins. Yeah, it's probably the competition we play. Younger guys and French yeah. players like they did yeah. up at Inverness, but then that, the other game, you're thinking, well, does he does he go with a team that's that's won the last couple of games, keep the momentum, yeah, and then obviously that backfired. Or the thing is, if you go with a younger team and they lose, then you get criticised for losing the momentum. Yeah, you can't so. win, can you? No, of course, yeah. unless you win. Unless you win, that's that's the only way to end it. The yeah. thing is, we spoke about in the last pod as well that penalties are such a lottery that at Boreham Wood it could have went either way, but they had the bar we got through the, uh, against Alwa. The goalie makes a save from Aidan Conway, and it's the, the end of the road. I mean, it, it could have went any way. I mean, it is a defeat, but it's not. It can't really be viewed as a defeat, I suppose, and at the end of it, well, yeah, because of the penalty shootout. You mean? I mean, it obviously, it is a defeat, but yeah. at the end of the night, it's a two-two draw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next thing I want to move on to is the latest news at the club. Um, there were a few, a few things happening. Uh, Cami Gill being picked for the under twenties, brilliant news, great for Scotland. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So joining um, Ryan in that, or is it under twenty one? Under twenty one for Ryan. Aye. Although under twenties are under twenty one, I believe. Difficult to argue with that. <laughs> That's maths. <laughs> Quick maths. Um, so that's really good. He'll be he'll be pleased about that, I assume. Yeah, he is. I think he's uh, over the moon. I think it came a bit of a surprise for him, but I think uh, I just saw it on the obviously done film on Twitter account. So brilliant for him. It's giving him opportunity to go away. Good publicity for him, and um, he's a good, very good keeper, very good young keeper, can yeah. as well. So he's got. So it'd be good to test himself with the top players and you know his age group Definitely. and see you know yeah. where he you know see see you know where he's at with um with that and. Hopefully, I don't know. McCory from Rangers. Maybe Rangers, mm-hmm. I think. I think he's the mm-hmm. first choice, probably. The first choice, yeah. Well, hopefully, you know, he does well in training. It's just, a, I think, he just yeah. take it as a good, going to be a positive experience. Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely. And a couple of days in the sun. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have been there going to. Oh, very nice. Mercia. Oh, very nice. Exactly. So. And you you'll, and you'll teach him some Spanish. Yeah, I'll get get some lingo for him. <laughs> <laughs> you got a gig to follow them for the club party? Is that what? You, is that how you know? No. Got tickets paid for. Nah. No, first <laughs> Business class. The next podcast should be live from Spain. <laughs> yeah, tough sell that one. <laughs> well, like flights and accommodation for the podcast to yeah, that's, that's reasonable. So it would be a hard sell for the for the club to fund that type of thing. I think that's possible, like, though. Yeah, it's possible. Well, 
Ross, if you're listening. Well, it would cost money, so that brings us onto the lifeline, which oh, was a uh, million pounds uh, was what they what they hit this week, which is fantastic for a club our size. Uh, yep. Just just fans setting up standing orders going in every month, and it's been it's been kept going. The numbers are still up at nine hundred, which is still pretty good, I think. I think that's fantastic. Really, yeah. Uh, yeah. I first found out about the lifeline, obviously, um, fairly new. It came in January into last year um, at the Play of the Year. Yeah. Uh, well, I found out more about the life. That's fantastic. Yeah. The amount of money that the, fan, the fans have, have raised. I think the chairman spoke to me, told me about you know how it was all set up and stuff. I gave a bit of history behind it, but no, it's brilliant that it's still going and it's great. For, yeah. Like, it's a great for the club to hit such a vast amount of money. It's, su- it's such a crucial income stream. It's. Uh, it's. I think Bars fans should really be proud of themselves to, that they've kept it going for so long. So. Well, it's quite an easy sell when the club's in trouble. But that's you know four or five years ago mm. so I think the numbers maybe peaked at a thousand but we've still got you know, yeah, 900 is pretty good yeah still lots of people to be putting hand in the pocket you know? I mean you can you know consider an average crowd it's a fair, fair proportion of the, yeah. the people that go through the gates so that, that obviously helps our club I think it's especially good doing post-season and things yeah. like that it keeps an income stream coming in well when you look at the accounts it was just released I think last week or two weeks ago the club only made I think it was a small profit £5,000 or right. something mm-hmm. last year so it just shows you how vital the what was it 200000 300000 a year that, like that, that yeah, comes in it just year. shows you that it, it does help to keep everything ticking over and paying James's big wages uh, it's, 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 it's yeah, a big he's money transfer from the cost of the card price. he's overpaid prima donna <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to comment on that <laughs> <laughs> Good to see Higgy back on Saturday. I thought he played really well. From, yeah. what, from what I saw, he yeah. played. It was very yeah, good. No, he, was, he was good. <laughs> no, um, it was great to see Higgy back. Yeah, obviously subbed off sort of seventy minutes or so. I think. Yeah. Do you know was that just a fitness thing or what was? Do you I know th- anything about that? Yeah, well, I think he obviously he was playing well. I think purely probably a fitness thing. I know he's coming back from injury. Yeah, he played you know half an hour, hour of the week before. Mm. You know, 70, 70 minutes. He probably. Telling himself, probably felt probably a bit tired. Yeah. Um. Towards the end of the game, purely you know, probably not hundred hundred percent match, but that'll that'll stand him in good stead. That seventy minutes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For the next week, he'll probably do a ninety next week. You know, mm. you're gonna build him up. He's been out. He's had an operation. Yeah. You don't build, build him up, and he had a good game as well. So no, I think it was just purely just to keep you know to get his match fitness up yeah. to the levels yeah. that just protect him. Uh, yeah, just protect him a bit. You know, I think you pick up a lot of niggles and injuries in the last bits of uh, parts of the game. So you know, he's a massive player for us, and we need a you know a fully fit calm Higgins. Yeah. Yeah. Just you know, obviously the team's changed, but the two you to work quite well together you and you and Tom towards the end of last season yeah except like Falkirk because the one that you know yeah, chased no, yeah. them down all over the place yeah so um, played quite well together um, I think we played a good back five five games probably together before he got injured mm-hmm. and he was slightly deep and I was slightly further ahead but no no uh, I've been looking forward to getting back on the pitch with him uh, we move on to the other issues currently mm-hmm. dominating the football world yeah. that's the free for all James we have no notes but if you've got anything groundbreaking to say you can slot it right in there that's absolutely <laughs> fine uh, Phil Brown been sacked Phil Brown at Swindon I saw that yeah yeah. yeah which is Goodness. a strange one I hope they took one to the public park and went you yeah. are sacked because and for bonus marks anyone know who's got the job Swindon and here's a bit of topical this is going to be oh, and, the assi- and the assistant manager as well is um, got links with them for the more athletic am I taking the podcast now <laughs> <laughs> can't be any worse than this <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, know I, I saw that he'd been well, I don't know, has Craig, Craig, Craig Bristol uh, got the assistant job? I was about to guess that. Richie Wellens got the, the, the first gig, okay. uh-huh. the yep. job. And he, anyone, any other guesses? Oh, Richie Wellens. And he has taken, I hope he is, he did, he's played for the film. I'll build this up. <laughs> I'm going to deny it whether he has or not. <laughs> Noel Hunt. Noel Hunt, Noel Hunt yes. wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well done, The upside down man. Yeah, and Noel Hunt is his assistant. Yeah, good for Noel. 
I once met Noel Hunt on a stag do. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's half hundred percent true. Entire life on stag do. I'm very rarely on stag do's, but the one time I met Noel Hunt, he was on a stag do. He's a very nice guy. Yeah. Uh, what year did he play for Dunfermline? Oh, it was six. 2006. Nah, because it was, it was a Calder would sign it. So he was he was before that. Bro, 2003 ish, right? Aye. Aye, you're right. So maybe his debut, debut against Rangers. Aye. That's right. I was going to talk about the, the Premier League in England. <laughs> I was up for some Swindon Town chat. The thing I was noticing just looking at the top leagues in England, A, a nobody's been sacked in the Premier League in England yet, which must be a record, I would say, mm. going got to November time. Uh, so maybe it just means everyone's kind of where people think they should be but the, the worrying trend I think is the top three teams haven't been beaten yet hints to me that the, the gap's getting bigger and bigger that even even a team like City or to a lesser extent Liverpool they, they rest players but even on a one-off occasion yeah. t- teams can't turn them over uh, it would strike me as a, a worrying trend for football in general especially something like an FA Cup which used to be something that anyone could win but you know you see it more and more dominated by the bigger teams just because the squads are so deep but that's that's the thing I think they're going to win the league for as long as Guardiola is yeah. interested I think yeah. uh, I think they'll win the league yeah. and Liverpool I mean, win the Champions League yeah do you think they win the Champions League? I, I, don't, I don't think they're good enough. I don't know who beat them. I watched them when they got beat by Leon at home. Was it Leon at home? Aye. Mm-hmm. Leon was brilliant then, didn't I think that's to lesser. It did kind of flies in the face of what I said, but you know, obviously Leon only got world class players. Yeah. just not got as many as City, but you know, yeah. was it Fakir scored? But anyway, the, 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 the guys that scored are obviously world class footballers. The point I'm making is like, a, you know, they always used to say the Premier League, you know, go to Burnley or something like that, or go yeah. to Huddersfield. On a Tuesday night, Stoke on a Tuesday night, that was Tuesday night until they got relegated. <laughs> until, until you can win that Stoke on a Tuesday night, you know, and that's the Premier League for you. <laughs> and then he got relegated, so yeah. there can't be enough Tuesday nights yeah. in Stoke for him. But yeah. aye, it just, just strikes me that it's, you know, there's always you know, t- teams you know, taking points off them, but it just doesn't seem to be happening anymore. And I'm wondering yeah. if it's a, a trend that's going to going to keep on going or maybe it's just a, a one-off maybe it just one of these things that happens this season won't happen next they're just they're just too good <laughs> I think they're just they're too good and then probably like you're right as long as Guardiola is there mm-hmm. I think they'll just keep going improving because he's have you watched a documentary? The Amazon one? Yeah. No, no. Uh, have you? Anyone? Not seen it. I've oh. watched a part of it, yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. It's great. And I highly recommend that. But that's to give you an insight of the passion and his, God, God, his passion and his kind of like, his work kind of like ethic. Yeah. How he wants his team to play. Attention to detail Atten- as well. Attention, to, say, de- attention to detail. I was reading online this morning that he went through Raheem Sterling in the dressing room yesterday after the run because <laughs> he'd done some skills near the end of the game and he thought he was getting too complacent or something, so he went through <laughs> him in the dressing room. Did it? So it just kind of shows you that he's all, like, yeah, yeah it's a yeah. standard, but even if you're winning and yeah. you're showing off to the fans and the fans are enjoying it, he's not. Like, no, he wants you to be hundred percent concentrated the whole game. I suppose that kind of sums up what he's like as a manager. I thought it was a bit harsh because it was, it was, it was three of them. It was the Foden, Sterling, yeah. and one of the other ones, and they were basically playing triangles. It was, it was last minute injury time, yeah. and they were just keeping the ball. Eventually, it went out Sterling on the, the sideline. He did a couple of step away. Yeah. It wasn't that bad though. But I ended up going out for a corner, and one matter of all people decided he was going to have a word with him. So I don't know if. I don't yeah. know if Guardiola thought, geez, if Matt has railed up enough to have a word with him, I maybe should do it as well. But <laughs> maybe he thought Guardiola probably thought it was maybe a bit disrespectful. Aye, like I didn't think it was that bad. Aye, you, you, I've seen worse than saying that. If I was a United player, I probably would have like tried to smash, smash him and take, taking a yellow. Yeah, he was, he was. How should I put it? Taking the mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but put it that way. Yeah. 
I always I think back to a Scottish Cup semi-final, I think, Rangers against Ayr. And I, I seem to remember Konchelskis pulling himself, stood up on the ball and that? saluted. Aye, that. It was 6-0, six nil, six, if I remember yeah, rightly. Or maybe 6-1, I'm not sure. And that's also, that's Rangers spending all the money against Ayr, who were mm-hmm. lower yeah. league at the time. This is the Manchester Derby. Yeah. So it's, it's it's not kicking a wee boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, bad. I, I, I don't think it was that bad, but I can, mm. I can see it was maybe unnecessary. Yeah. As a football fan in general, do you enjoy watching lots of different games or because you're a football player and you're, in, you're kind of involved with it every day do you kind of like to switch off and just watch Holmes under the hammer or something with Dean Dublin it always comes back to football yeah with Dean Dublin is he Holmes under the hammer I think he is, how don't you get that gig <laughs> how do you know that I was watching I don't know I just flicked on <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I, it's but, another black and white noise exclusive <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> James Craig and watches Holmes and the Hammer no I watch most football Super Sunday TV gets on Champions League uh, yeah so yeah, I watch a lot of Friday night championship game just live and breathe I just hear a lot of people these days that say that they've lost kind of interest in the Champions League or the Premier League or that because Sky just showed too many games or there's too many games on it, it just kind of waned their interest a bit whereas all the people kind of enjoy that they get the exposure of so many games because I think BT is showing three or four FA Cup games this weekend whereas some people maybe you know would rather go to a game live and watch it so okay. I don't know is it th- is it getting too much I don't think you can substitute actually being there still no, can you no. you can't sit that that kind of like you know standing by the goal away from having an away day and stuff like that I don't think that, that can ever, ever be kind of like substituted from I'm going to set the TV on. Aye. It'll be interesting in the Championship in England, though, because they've got a, for, a, for a Championship night behind the red button, you can watch any team you want. So, for instance, say they've got Leeds on, because it's always Leeds. Yeah, so Leeds, Leeds, Leeds always Leeds, on. Aye. So it's Leeds <laughs> were playing Birmingham City, so that's on from Ellen Road. But behind the red button, if like Preston were playing... Yeah, midweek games. Aye. Yeah. So, so you can watch it. I think there's only one camera and no commentary. But, you know, if you're at... Uh, I was going to say Plymouth, but we're not in that league. But you know, if you're someone from far afield, yeah, teams across yeah. the country, if you're an Ipswich fan or something yeah. like that, and they're, they're over at Preston, you can say, "Well, it's going to be a bit of a hassle." So you can turn it on. You get one camera, no replays, and yeah. no commentary. But at least you can you watch, watch your the side. Game, yeah. no. So that'll be a, that's a test. will be if that does affect yeah. away crowds. The thing is, with so much football on TV now, you can consume it differently as well. I'd, for the Champions League, I tend to watch the goal show. So yeah. you get people of my age have all got a soft spot for James Richardson anyway. Of course, so, yes. uh, you know, so he's hosting it. You got the six yeah. games, and they show little snippets from it. And any time there's a goal, they cut to the other one. So yeah. that's, that tends to be what I do. Yeah. Uh, but you know, that, you can pick and choose. Nobody's forcing you to watch every yeah. game, I suppose. No. No. The, I think the frustration is probably for pe- people can now watch and think they're a Barcelona fan because they can see them every week. And then they turn up at Dunfermline, and they get frustrated. <laughs> yeah. and, and that was never that was never the case before. There was never as much TV on football. But you yeah. know, I think people try and equate the two, and it's a you know, it's just. Very, very different things. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, so you, you could say step no, up. I'm not quite Barcelona's fan. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, not to be disrespectful. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> They'd have to, uh, you know, a, a budding right back. Actually, <laughs> we we heard you making overtures to Pep Guardiola a few minutes. Ago. I know, like, yeah. Desperately hoping for that big move. Oh, Someone yeah. come and get me, please. I think yeah. that's called. <laughs> I'm available. Kyle Walker's useless. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got the pace as well, Kyle Walker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So would you say you watch all football? Are you any interest in a Scotland squad though? Because that's what we've got next to talk about. Um, <laughs> I don't know a bit about the know a bit about uh, the Scotland squad. Well, okay. it's probably more than me and Jordan because last time possibly that was the, my uh, Possibly <laughs> before the last squad we were we were saying how positive we were about Scotland. Anyway, and got yes. pasted in, uh, in Israel. Israel and then hammered in the, the friendly against Portugal reserve team. So uh, the next Scotland squad, Jordan, how are we going to get on? Uh, <laughs> next fit, have they? Well, that's, uh, <laughs> well, You're absolutely right. They've called up Fletcher. Stephen Fletcher yeah. for the first time in a few years, which I just thinks. I would, I would, personally, for me, I would have called up someone like Jordan Rhodes, who seems to Jordan. score a, lot, a little bit more in the championship. Jordan. Does he score a lot more in the championship anymore, Jordan Rhodes? He scored the other day. He scored I think. two the other day. Yeah. Oh, I, think, I, think, I think he scored four or five in, in, in space of five I, games, but I didn't even know he was at Norwich until I saw him score two goals. So I watched Jordan Rhodes, and the guy's been for millions of pounds, and he'll just say that he's in the right place at the right time, but he doesn't do anything in the game, but he'll score. But he'll, you know, yeah. he, when he was on his hot streak, should I say, uh, you know yeah. how his form's doing, he was just banging them in and have a penalty. But every time I watched him live on TV, he was really poor yeah I, well, he, is a, he is a poacher that's yeah. the thing yeah. uh, son of a Dunfermline legend yeah, so we, 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 we all that, love yeah. Jordan Rhodes <laughs> <laughs> used to go to school here so. <laughs> his dad Andy was a legendary goalie for the Pars but so. I'll, I'll, I'll concede though I don't think that in Jordan Rhodes in the team is going to be the answer but no. I, don't, I don't know what it is but, you know, I, how old would he be now 30 yeah, he's pushing it yeah it's I yes well, but they put Ollie McBurney in there mm-hmm. in the squad yeah he's a hope the other one was Oliver Burke was going to be a hope but does he even get a game anymore I don't think he even plays for he's not in the West Brom squad yeah so that's you know, I don't know yeah. what's happened there because obviously he was getting some games for uh, it was Red Bull Leipzig wasn't yeah, it yeah. I mean he was coming off the bench and getting some games and then he came back to England and he's just got he's just stagnated completely talking about t- players Scottish players in Germany David Bates has just been called up today guy who's at Hamburg yeah I played with Batesy at Rafe aye did you? Yeah, played He's done very well. Done very well. I remember he was about to go on loan, I think it was to maybe Arbroath or Breakin, maybe it might have been And then the right back got injured and then we played Rangers on the Tuesday night. He played mm-hmm. um his first appearance, it was probably in March, his first appearance in the season at, at right back, did really well. Yeah. And next minute he was on going on loan to Rangers instead. <laughs> uh, so wow. he was, literally was just about to sign on loan to go to um he was I think it was Breakin, yeah, he was going to Breakin and then obviously the Jason Thompson uh, got injured. Batesy had to play right back. Yeah. And then did really well against Barry Mackay, who played left mid. Mm-hmm. And next minute, Warburton obviously on the phone saying we want to have a look at him. Went on loan and then signed him permanently. And then obviously, every time I've watched him play, he's been done really well. So that's how he ended up. Did he go from Rangers to Hamburg? Yeah, I Rangers didn't know much about him. Rangers to Hamburg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Well, has he been called up now to the Just full squad? This morning, yeah. No. Fair enough. Fair play to him. He's 22, so he's a good age. Yeah. And he'll be learning a, a lot in Germany. I mean, you were saying that you were playing with him there and playing it right back. Yeah. And that shows he's versatile and things like that. And yeah. uh, any time I ever saw him, he always looked mature for his age and he always looked like yeah. he had a good game knowledge. So Yeah, he puts a lot of uh, hours in like uh, on his physique. He was always at the gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, a young lad had a really good attitude. Yeah. Um, and I think he was like, maybe when I played this probably a couple of years ago now, and you know, he's playing for Hamburg, and I can't really talk, but he probably struggled more with the ball at his, at his feet. Uh, but he's obviously gone away and worked that. He's got, like I said, he's got a good attitude, and he's probably gone on, while he's been at Rangers, worked, you know, and improved himself with. Uh, with the, with the ball so yeah. and he's a solid defender he's quick he's tall the only thing I noticed as well with the Scotland squad today is because they've had three or four withdrawals right. Stephen O'Donnell was um, withdrawn and he was like the only natural right back in apart from Callum Patterson <laughs> <laughs> do you qualify? 
I do, yeah. I can, uh, yeah. My dad's Scottish, actually. There you go. Angus Cregan. That's a pretty good Scottish so name there. Uh, the middle name, McNaughton as well. Oh, holy moly. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> <That's qualified. laughs> a double, come and get me, please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pep and Alex McLeish, if you're listening. Well, could, could we just cut out the middle man and make Pep Scotland manager? <laughs> <laughs> They're, they're a big problem in the squad centre back and uh, Mulgrew's out isn't he yeah Suits out Mulgrew's out the, the one the one, out. The one guy I've noticed I don't, I don't watch that much of the championship uh, Danny Fox plays for Nuts Forest now he, he used to, played left back at Celtic maybe before your time James he got a couple of plays Southampton aye yeah. he, he's, he's maybe got 10-15 caps for Scotland as left back and he looked like he would be the left back forever and then he, he went down to Burnley I think it was yeah. and then the, the other people took over but he's now he's, he's 32 he's, playing, he's captain of Nuts Forest he's playing centre back I don't know if McLeish knows about it. I don't know if there's an issue or anything like that or maybe he just doesn't rate him but uh, it would strike me as a reasonable option to, to come mm. in because Forrest look okay any time I've seen them and what about the the Leeds lad mm. Cooper Cooper he's playing does he not play week in week out for Leeds yeah, he's a young boy isn't he yeah if he's playing the championship he must, I don't know much about him no, you yeah. would have thought that if he'd surely have a few injuries he must be on the yeah, on I, the fringes I, as well I, you'd think. hope so uh, it just seems difficult to say that something's not quite right but Tom Kearney's the other one he's played two friendlies and he's He's, he's oh, well, now they're saying that the rumour was that he's you know, overtures from England, but Tom Cairn is 27 now, played a couple of times for Scotland, and I think there's other guys going to come ahead of him in a queue yeah. for England. Yeah. You've got the likes of Foden at Man City next yeah. in the queue, so yeah. I, 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 yeah. I can't see that that's going to happen for him. So. Well, is that why he's not really. That uh, was the rumour, because he's played two friendlies, which I thought maybe locked him out, but he's yeah. still eligible to play, and there was, there was kind of a rumour yeah. he'd done so well that England were maybe looking about it. But England <laughs> seem to be sniffing about everybody, because they're sniffing about that guy, Declan Rice of West Ham, who's he played with Republic Ireland, and he's been capped for them, but again, in friend, he's not in a competitive mm-hmm. game, so England are now sniffing about, and they're wanting him, and he's in this in the middle, and he doesn't know who to choose. And Has he not picked England now? I think there was rumours that he had, but I don't know if it's been confirmed. Um, but yeah. I mean, for, I, I was watching a podcast thing on YouTube um, from a Republic Iron perspective, and Kevin Kilbane was on it, and he was saying the guy's 19 and he's played for Republic Island and maybe he's been hoarded by England and told how everything's fantastic if he plays with because they've just got to the World Cup semi finals and things like that. So it's almost like bombarding him with information that he wants to hear to change allegiance. Whereas Kevin Kilbane's saying, if you're Irish, you play with Ireland, and if you're English, you play with England. Mm-hmm. Like you choose your country and then that's it you shouldn't be allowed to change whereas people said well he, he's allowed the choice to choose so he should be given the choice Absolutely. so you were saying you've got like allegiance from England and Scotland so is it something that would have to be considered like could you see where Declan Nice is coming from well, I, think, yeah, I think it, I think if uh, he's obviously thinking isn't he that if he's probably his first choice probably would be England because we're a better team yes. I think but also Iris opens him up to play international football mm-hmm. if he's not quite good enough uh, you know, to get into the England squad then yeah. why wouldn't you go and play for Ireland to go and play international football and that, well, qualifications and that's what a lot of people do I think don't they and that's what happened with Jack Geraldton's team you got the yeah. players that couldn't play for these and they turned them into a better team than anyone else so yeah. that, it's just, I'm just thinking the Roy Keane charm offensive to try and convince someone to play for Ireland <laughs> 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 I don't, don't want that Kino coming after me yeah. so <laughs> don't drift past that but they're, they're hanging with England though they've lost out players they lost uh, Zaha well they did play for England didn't they in a friendly and they chose the Ivory Coast so. I don't think we, yeah, and then we'll probably would get in the team now yeah, probably, yeah we'll be, be in the squad wouldn't it at least Another one's Ethan Amford, the boy that plays with Chelsea. Chelsea, yeah. he's, he's he's played picked Welsh, but he yeah. picked Wales, but he's able to. He would have been able to play for England as well. So I think I think they missed out two or three. Not so. almost Scotland way McTominay as well as 
Was he not? Uh, was England not? Yeah, aye, nah, they were. Aye, he's chosen. To, he's he's in the squad, though, isn't he? He's been drafted back in. He's been drafted in today as well. Aye, alongside Ryan Jack and Scott Bain. Aye, we're not going to make any predictions unless you want to make a mad prediction. We're going to beat Albania and Wales. Is it a Nations League game? Aye, yeah. two, two, two. Of them, so it's the end of the group. So we've got. So when are the games? Saturday and Tuesday, I think. So I yeah. think it's. I'll be in LA then you need to win two to win it yeah well, everyone's won their home game so far so a draw in Albania and a win against Israel would see us top the group yeah. in, in theory we could lose in Albania and beat Israel and I think we'd go on goal difference yeah. so, so they'd have to have a, a fairly big one against Israel but uh, we'll, we'll see it's, like I said I thought they played quite well against Albania I was quite positive but the last two performances uh, left a lot to be desired what I think is quite funny as well is it almost sums up the SPFL that they've rescheduled the Dundee United hour game which was for this weekend but was cancelled because of the Iron Brew Cup mm-hmm. for Tuesday night when Scotland play at home at the exact same time as when Scotland play home so you know <laughs> yeah Scottish football. Uh, we'll tie up this section with another Scottish football with the Edinburgh Derby I, I don't know what we say about it but have, have you ever seen anything quite like that James in, in any of your career uh, no I haven't actually it was, I watched it Yeah. shocking behaviour isn't it really from both sets of supporters yeah. um, there's not really much to say on the matter is there really apart from you know I don't know have they been have they been uh, caught has I, they been I think they might have got the heads guy yeah. uh, the one who punched the goalie allegedly uh, yeah, legally uh, um, I'm not sure about the, the coin thrower yeah. he says there's not much to say we could throw a hospital pass and what are you with Neil Lennon winding up the fans like that <laughs> so I can understand this, his, his point he's been he gets dogs abuse Aye. he gets dogs abuse from fans all point throughout the game yeah He's probably yeah, he's having a bit of a, a laugh with them. The disallowed a goal. He's telling, obviously doing his arm gestures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it works both ways. He's having a bit of you know. He's not been uh, you know aggressive towards anyone, has he? No. No. But I mean, we, 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 the reason about it, we were saying it to Higgy last time because yeah. uh, obviously Miles scored in uh, the game against Falkirk and didn't yeah. celebrate. Yeah. Whereas Higgy scored in the game against Falkirk before that, and I think he'd been getting some stick, and he let yeah, him know about it. Yeah, and then ran the full length of the pitch, <laughs> you know. patting the badge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had to buy our style. <laughs> so I, 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 I think that's it. With Lennon. I, th- I think fans can be a bit precious. Yeah. If, you, if you're giving a guy dogs abuse yeah. and he gestures at you and you start going off your head, I think you'd have a bit of a look at yourself. Yeah, well, yeah. we'll move on then. Just to end of part one, will just be a preview of the, the next games until the next podcast. We don't do anything too in depth, James, because we four games and we're all going to think we're going to get 12 points or we wouldn't be doing a Dunfermline podcast but <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to say I think we're going to get beat at home to Morton or down like that but uh, yeah. we've got a run of three away games out of the four which yeah. which, which may, be, may be a good thing but a bit less obviously there's never less pressure but you know what I mean when you're yeah. setting up you can set up slightly different yeah. Ross County away thought we matched them for a before good the bit goal, of the game before the goal I think that was just a stunning goal from the, from the lad wasn't it mm. uh, I thought we were probably the better side up until that point I the better side until the second goal yeah because I think they scored just before half time, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I think they and the, the, what they were good was kind of were they were good once they got ahead, they were good at managing the game. Yes, yeah. absolutely. They, they took yeah. the sting out of the game, just <clears> put <throat> things into the channel, squeezed up. So they were good at that. But I think you know if we. Callum Morris was pretty solid. No disrespect to any of our defenders, but he looked, uh, yeah, looked pretty player. solid at our, our level. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, he's a good player. Obviously, got pace as well. He's, he's quick, isn't he? Kind of. So yeah, no, I think you've got to go there and uh, we'll be positive going into it. Like I said, mm. our away form has been been very good. So we'll go up there and it might help us. You know they're gonna to have to come out uh, and play their home side. They're gonna to have to try and dictate the play. Yeah, and you know, yeah. um, I don't want to say we're just gonna hit hit them on the counter attack, but you know it kind of suits some of our style. You know, pace and breaking in numbers. Yeah, well, certainly the the whole uh, pick up and form towards the end of last season was built in very solid sort of backline and yeah. not losing many goals. So and there's been there's been times this season where we've looked like that and yeah. then and then it's, it's kind of dropped off a bit. So yeah. oh, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe there's something to look at and try and set up quite solidly. Martin, yeah. Martin at home as well. There's another game that we probably should have won. 
on looked like we were going to win the first time around in the away game and uh, never quite worked for us so I guess we have to be positive yeah. that we can match Martin at home definitely and, yeah uh, so they won 5-1 against Part and then they got beat by Alwa uh, crazy it's, it's, it's all over the place yeah. I mean, it was, was it was Air of Harley been beaten but one of the games they got beat 5 nothing, didn't they Queen the South yeah. Yeah. so that's Dobby there's no problem so <laughs> yeah. I, I suppose that Dobby can happen to anyone anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 8th of December you'll be looking forward to going back to, to Fur Hall yeah I will be looking forward the first time I've gone back well it's the first time I've played against them since I left yeah, uh, I was here the other night and that'll be the first time I've gone back to play I've been to watch a couple of times play against Partick yeah so uh, that'll be a nice occasion I've got mum and dad are coming up for that one and a few friends and family are coming up making that game so it'll be, it'll be nice great stuff what do you make Partick's situation they seem in a bit of a free forward man is it just one of the things where like as a team and as players you come down and you're on that kind of negative spiral and it just you can't get out yet. Yeah, I think they just need to need to get result, don't they? I mean, the, the new manager's not had you know that instant impact uh, in terms of like results have changed, which you know it's hard to hard to do that. But as a club, I obviously love my time at Parsons at Thistle. Obviously, they gave me the opportunities. I hopefully they'll they'll still be behind us, but they'll pick up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very diplomatic. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, we're better in the middle of December than Dumfries. Mm. Oh yeah, that'd be a nice one. Uh, no, no. Good pitch. It's always no, no down there. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think the last two games have been no, no drills there. So you, you spoke about how Al was a nice pitch that with the Astro. Is is there clear differences oh. between Astro, even from like that's maybe twelve months old to, to like ones that have been installed in the summer, or are they yeah. all quite yeah, much? Yeah, definitely nice? a lot. Uh, Very good question. Yeah. Again. Uh, that's why it's here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you can definitely tell the new Astro is so much better. Queen of the South's pitch is terrible. Falkirk's now needs changing as well. That's right. been down for a good eight years now. Yeah. I think that's going as kind of the same way as Queen of the South, but no, definitely. When it's the more it gets used, the, the more battered it gets, and it's not spongy, and the ball bubbles rather than uh, rather than rolls, and mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, no big difference I'd say with that mm-hmm. one. Great stuff. So four wins out of four. Take us up to the Christmas pod. I would imagine so. Knocking yeah. the doors of the playoff. Job done. Easy. We'll end part one there. Yeah, we should. Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers.